Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer. Uh, first on tobacco, US Nielsen yesterday, very supportive. Once you adjust for the new Newport SKUs, which distorted the data, you've basically got volumes down 1.5% for the month uh, and perfectly supportive price. Uh, and that wasn't evident in the original cut of the data. You've also got BAT sequential share up 100 basis points or more. And you've got the MSAI data, which we prefer, up 0.4% volumes for the month, all very supportive tobacco. Uh, also on Nielsen, beverages came off the tear a little bit, no surprise. You'll remember we think spirits, estimates and valuations are too high here. And then Nestle showed signs of slowing in the off-trade, uh, consistent with our view that there's risk into the Q2 print. Finally, there's a Bloomberg article this one on Unilever talking about the tea business. Suitors all look like private equity bidding to start after the summer. That's an important part of our thesis on Unilever, uh, all about portfolio change. That's it from me. Bonjour from Industrials. This is Bruna. The CEOs of GM and FCA were ordered by a federal judge on Tuesday to meet in person by July the 1st to try and resolve GM's racketeering suit against FCA. Already last week, a judge had dismissed claims about one, unfair competition, and two, civil conspiracy. In my view, the conflict could drag into the next round of UAW negotiations in 2023, which could complicate negotiations as, while denying it, GM is effectively blaming UAW of corruption, amongst other things. This is positive as it may prevent the lawsuit from dragging on for years. On the PSAFCA merger, we will have an expert on Friday, 1 p.m. Pablo Asbo is a managing director of Eurocompetition, and we will discuss the implications of the EU referring the proposed PSAFCA merger to phase two, what the process entails, and what remedies could be considered. Good morning from Mark Koffler in Resources. Not really too much to be flagging on the commodity itself today, but I would like to draw your attention to a couple of research reports on international EMPs. Mark Wilson is out with a really interesting note looking at the constituent parts to company financials represented by different parts of the barrel. Uh, key conclusions there being that Tullo's capex and interest costs still look very high to me, while the Norwegian higher tax names still actually have the higher net backs and a large part of that is because of the crude realizations that they are able to realize. In the same note, Mark Wilson's also downgrading Seric Energy to hold whilst he's also nudging up his premier oil price target 8% to 63p. Second research report worth flagging today is from Chris Lefemner, simply flagging copper price sensitivities. For now, he thinks this is the best play in the mining space and he particularly likes Freeport Good morning, it's William Bevington, Jeffrey's TMT Spec Sales. So this morning, Delivery Hero, um, big report out from Giles Thorne. We're increasing our revenue numbers by between 3 and 10% and our share price target from 80 euros to 113 euros. So again, we're lifting our revenue forecast by 3 to 10%. We now expect Delivery Hero to deploy around 100 million euro of its, euros of its discretionary growth capital in 2020, bringing our EBITDA down. We lift our medium-term GMB to EBITDA conversion and collectively our share price target price to 113 euros. One of the major points of value in this report to my mind are a deep dive into DMARTs, so the dark stores initiative of Delivery Hero um, at a crucial time clearly when Amazon is sniffing around this category. DMARTs give Delivery Hero uh, to our mind a significant cost advantage in a new category whilst also amplifying the utility of the existing platform. So reiterate the strong buy recommendation on Delivery Hero with 
Good morning from Healthcare. Some focus on Sanofi's R&D day yesterday. Uh, nothing probably that changes the valuation of the pipeline in people's minds in the near term, but all sounds very sensible in terms of future strategy. Uh, lots of focus, of course, around M&A. I think the strategy of focusing on platforms and discovery or early stage pipeline assets was reiterated, but some of these activities could uh, come in uh, over the next couple of months, which will certainly be a focus, particularly if smaller biotechs are bought up. Uh, obviously, the uh, XBI pretty frothy right now, uh, and that may only help uh, sentiment in that regard. Uh, some of that is discussed in the daily today. Uh, apart from that, relatively quiet, we'll focus on say, the diagnostics companies, given Sonic's update of better June volumes. Uh, many of these companies have uh, retreated recently as hedge funds focus on limited antibody opportunities in the near term. I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Coming on from Jeffrey's Financial Special Sales, Wednesday, 24th of June. Very much uh, a macro tape at the moment. Um, Telstra 3 money clears with the banks as of today, so that cash will start to find its way into the market, most likely through sovereign bond holdings to start off with. Italian yields actually tightened uh, three three uh, basis points yesterday versus a sell-off elsewhere. So the BTP boon spread uh, came in by another six points or six basis points yesterday, I guess in anticipation of this move. But a very interesting feedback note from the ABI. We did a call with the Italian Banking Situation last uh, Italian Banking Association uh, last week in which they provide some very uh, some very interesting context around the stability of the system from a capital perspective, asset quality perspective, liquidity perspective, and looking at the various support mechanisms in place. I think it keeps the focus on the likes of Intesa and 